0: Hey everybody, it's time for Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, I'm Brian Blessing. We've got the guys, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. We invite you to go to sportsinsiderradio.com. And the number to call is 1-800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. As we gear up for another big weekend of football, the NBA's underway. The NHL is off and running ripe with opportunities and of course we've got the world series the home stretch of baseball and college hoops is right around the corner there's a lot on the docket and we're excited to be with you and get the fun started as we say hi to the guys john and mike how you fellas doing today we're doing
1: great, and you said that the NBA season is here. And let me tell you, NBA, it's early in the season, but there's a lot of opportunities. And what we discussed before we came on there, we're going to have some free offers for all listeners. Yesterday, if you were a client of mine and you called the office, you got 4-0 and in the NBA. And if you listened to us on our other radio show yesterday with you, you got another two winners absolutely free in the NHL. Pacers winners, Trailblazer winner, Clippers winner, Celtics winner, 4-0. And then I gave everyone free who listened yesterday at sportsbookradio.com. They got Colorado,
0: and they got the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, the, well, the Vegas Golden Knights. They got it. And, the Vegas Golden uh, Yeah, there you go. And, uh, no, you absolutely did. And, in fact, last night on ice... um Had Anaheim, uh, was a nice start to their road trip on the East Coast, a 6-2 winner against Philadelphia, and Buffalo hung on for dear life, got a win over Detroit. So uh, that's what we always talk about, guys, is it doesn't matter what the sport is. I know you do a lot with soccer. Uh, People are flat out in love with football, and we understand that. Uh, But you don't have to play the game just because it's the game that's on TV. It's about opportunities and always trying to be ahead of the number, which is really what it's all about. Yeah, we're doing this show on a, on a, on a Wednesday. On
1: Wednesday, do you know what today is? It's a special day. We're doing this radio show. It is the countdown to stocking your stuffing with cash. Do you realize <laughs> today is October twenty fifth? We got two months. So they go check to see if there's presents under the under the tree. Well, so the question is, how much can we win our listening clients and potential clients in the next 60 days, the countdown of cash Christmas?
0: There you go. I mean, uh, uh, John Santa Claus. John, well, actually, my daughter asked me
1: to dye my beard white so I look what? like Santa Claus. Oh,
0: you know what? I mean, uh, yeah, if you go to com or sportsinsiderradio.com, you'll see... You'll see, John, and uh, you have um, you have taken this beard uh, to a pretty impressive level. And you know what? She's on to something. I mean, that thing is serious enough to go paint. Because if I make the commitment and I die, then I'm stuck with it.
1: So I think we might have to just spray paint it white for Christmas. But look, the reality is this: people forget how quick the season moves. We're already into week eight of college football excuse me week eight of the nfl week nine of college football and i remember we were talking about this we did this radio show week one it flies oh it's terrifying. the the thing is you have to make moves and what i mean by that is just like you have a plan when you wake up in the morning when you go to work i always tell people if you're treating your betting as a business and all you think you're going to do is come home after working nine to five let's say grab the sports page see who your favorite team is you don't understand what it takes to beat the point spread. And you don't understand how hard it is and how sharp these numbers are. And how we, like we said, it's not when what you bet. It's a lot of times when you bet. New novice players that are looking to explore making uh, an alternative form on their capital, they get into the sports wagering game now. Um, in Las Vegas, you, sports hedge funds are legal since 2015. People are trying to raise money and have people send money over to Nevada to wager. And they don't understand that people that are running these funds. They're hedge fund managers that are employing the same techniques on Wall Street that we do to the point spread. Like I said, people texted me this morning and said, man, great winners that you gave out on the air yesterday for free, but that's short-term. Long-term is where we, why we do this radio show, why we're looking to add value to the client that's listening because, look, you and I both know, Brian, we've, we've known each other for almost seven years. Anybody can have a great weekend, but that has nothing to do with your overall profits on a whole seasonal basis.
0: No, and it's like anything. I mean, listen, uh, you know, fifty-four the, the uh, percent is an opportunity for you to make money. I mean, that's how hard this is. Uh, this is one of these things where uh, that's great. You had the great day, but I mean, the the bottom line is uh, there'll be peaks and valleys. Uh, you ride streaks and trends, but the the ultimate goal is to be. Uh, as consistent as you can be and you know if you had three plays you know you'd consider an off night is is a two and one i mean that's that's the ultimate goal uh so that at the end of the day uh you're on the plus side of the ledger mike and i mean that's why it could be a soccer game in the morning uh, it could be a hockey game it could be an nba game uh whatever it may be it could be a sunbelt game it could be a mac college football game on a on a wednesday night it, it could be uh, you know, the opportunities where you're trying to get ahead of the number.
2: Well, absolutely, and, and most of the time, we don't specifically care about the, the shape of the ball. We're just looking at the best price and the best line each and every day, which in terms doesn't always have to be before the game begins. We sit here and we literally monitor the lines in real time to get the best of the number, and we don't leave till the last game on the board goes to halftime. So as John said, you know, you need to be if unless you're doing this for 12 to 14 hours a day, it's very hard to make a living when you have your own life and your own business, and then have to manage a sports fund with your wagering needs on the side, which is it's literally impossible. It's just too much time involved.
0: John, I would say this: one of the most important things, if if you can do it. Um, you know, you 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 throw the word value out and you, you tease me with it because there's no value in you know ripping up a losing ticket. Uh, but that's that's why I don't like the word. I mean, but there are plays where there is you know value in terms of something points you a certain way. But the key to this whole thing is that ability uh, with experience from both sides of the counter uh, in knowing trends and analyzing why a number was put up an opening number was put up, you know, what the thought process was there. But the, the key to it is if you can anticipate, uh, and, and I would say, you know, 70%, 80% of the time, which way that number is going to move. So it's being ahead of the number, uh, knowing what the market will bear, knowing that maybe there's a, 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 something driving a number a certain way, where once you've got that defined opinion, the key to it is when like if you're sitting there and you you like you liked uh the underdog and you want to take the points but you're convinced that this number will move up uh, well, you 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 hang out and you wait until the right time to strike if if, well, if, pervade, if it's a pervade, favorite uh, yeah. just, the other thing is is you know if you know yeah you really like a side but you don't want to be on the wrong side of a number that's going to steam up then it's incumbent on you to bet it early Well, if you look at this upcoming Saturday, October 28th, perfect example. If
1: you like Georgia Tech, game number 139, plus 14.5, you have to play them now. If you like San Jose State, plus 13.5, game number 161, you need to wait or buy that half point. So the whole point is, is that it, you know, there's that threshold of seven or multiple of seven. So wise guys that are betting these games, a lot of the time, they're taking positions early in the week. If, if they like Brigham Young, they're not going to wait. They're going to take it now, 13-and-a-half, before that line goes to 14. And if they like um, Clemson, they're going to wait and hope early, money comes into Georgia Tech and push it down because you have two things that keep you from making money in sports betting, losing and then also paying too much juice. Yes, you have the ability to buy half a points if you're online or if you're in the casino now. Um, I don't want to say the names on the air, but certain walk-up shops in Nevada now offer you the opportunity to buy up to two points. And so people, I know a guy that buys two points on every game he wagers on, and to me it's great when he wins, but a lot of times those two points didn't even come into play. When he loses, he's losing just a a horrid amount of juice, um, extra commission. And the thing is, in the financial markets, what I always tell people, Brian is brokers charge you commission on both sides of a trade. You want to buy, you want to sell, you pay commission to your broker in the, in the betting business. You put up the commission and the commission is returned. If you win. So the least amount of commission you can put up in the event of an unfortunate loss helps your bottom line laying 160 on every football game instead of 110 because you're laying two points isn't really going to get you it might get you a higher percentage of winners but the losers are going to eat away at it
0: yeah no and and you sit there and, and you look on the board i mean like the utah oregon game 177 178 uh you're, you're sitting there and you're seeing uh minus three minus 20 in some uh places but then you're also seeing three and a half minus a dime now that's a game that's telling you that the odds are it it, in most places that's a number that's going to stay above the key number of three but then you go and you scout out and you find another game uh you know the washington state arizona game is minus three even money or minus three minus a dime that's a game that that has a real opportunity to just pinball back and forth with 2 a action where the game never gets off the key number of three so those are the ones where you look at that uh, I don't think enough we talk about it enough The the juice the money the the juice attached to a number is also a tipping point and it's telling you uh more often than not you know where that number is ultimately going to go and conceivably close
1: Right, and professional bettors that do this and offer high volume to the casinos in Vegas, they have separate agreements. A lot of these guys, they can walk in and get 105 on a game instead of laying 110, so when they buy that half a point down, they're back to 110. Um, the thing is, the average guy driving down the road looking to make money, first of all, isn't fully diversified. He's only looking at the, the, the what we call the North American card. Why I'm speaking to you right now, I'm looking at Germany, Bundesliga, Italian, Serie A, and the <laughs> Belgian Pro League. Yeah. I mean, literally... It is a global world. This morning they had Japan games starting at 3.30 your time, and the Chinese Super League starting at 4 in the morning in Nevada. So, you know, it literally, if I wanted to, I could be wagering on sporting events um, within maybe sleep four hours if I wanted, and the other 20 be in action.
0: Well, uh, I think I think that's the key, you know, you're trying to stay ahead of it and uh, you always get the very uh best of the number. And, and to your point and and it's a separate discussion. Uh, we're glad you're with us here sportsinsiderradio.com radio 209 1679 800-209-1679. Uh you mentioned it. Uh John and I just may very briefly talk on this and we'll dive into some games. Um but you mentioned, you know, uh, big professional players or uh, guys with really good opinions and you said oh he's got an agreement where maybe he's laying a nickel on the, the other side of the counter uh you know, believe me they're trying to generate two-way action they they want to get every game to the point where they don't care who wins now that's the bookmaker's Absolutely. nightmare when they're sitting there and that they've got a side and they need a side they don't want that they want to be able to just generate two-way action but to your point about someone walking in there if a certain sportsbook director or a certain property and the guys that are running the book, they will gladly use that professional opinion because it helps guide them guide where the number will go, what the market number is, what the market well, will bear. And there are other times where conceivably uh, there could be an inordinate amount of public money on a game where they're willing to say... To that professional player, we need money on this other side, and they're willing to do it for them. So there's actually, uh, you know, there are there are times where there's an actual. I mean, to a degree, it's almost like a working relationship between the two. Right,
1: and the same thing happens in horse racing. I have a associate I do business with. He, he literally supplies liquidity to the horse tracks because they, you know, they're all connected all around the country. Um, and horse racing has been done that way for. You know, a hundred plus years, especially if you're here in Baltimore, Maryland, where I'm calling you from, with the, you know, 140 years of the Preakness. And so the thing is, we're used to seeing people that need liquidity, and but the thing is, is that. It's so advanced now. What amazes me after 30 years of being in this business is that the average person listening to this radio show is maybe interested in wagering on the the alumni school they went to or the state that they're in where there's an NFL pro team or an NBA pro team or an NHL pro team. But they're usually wagering for all the wrong reasons. The root word of fanatic is fan. Fans have a place in this. And that's great when you want to physically take your kid to a game. I get it. But majority of professional bettors are not going to go to the games. They're going to be sitting home and they're trading these games on the computer. And so, again, if you're listening, we're going to run a promotion. And, you, Mike, you can tell them the promotion. When they call, they call, they can get a free week of service of our consensus club selections.
2: Kenny's not on tonight. He's out meeting with some sources. But why don't you run it down, Mike? So you're going to get a selection of everything that we play. You're going to get our consensus plays for the entire week. And, again, we want you to actually follow our structure, follow the money management, show you a piece of what we do in our life, and give you an understanding because, again, we want your business not just for this week for a long period of time, but we don't mind showing you firsthand why we're successful when we're doing this in real time, and it's not just a day we're going to give you an entire week.
0: Well, you know, was, it's funny you say it that way because that was actually going to be my question to you, Mike. At the end of the day, Uh, Sports betting is a bottom-line deal. It's like, you know, did you win? And like you said, great night last night. Thanks. Okay, tonight's a new night. I mean, you you turn the page and you have to move on. Uh, But I I would be very curious. You know, I'm sure there are many, many people could care less, well, what it is, your thought process, and why you're doing it. All they want are, uh, you know, give me the picks and ultimately get the results. But my question was going to be, are there those... Clients that, uh, at, you know, at, when you have the time and you can interact with them, that they, they want to understand the rationale of what it is you're doing and why you're doing it uh, to the point where maybe it even enhances their comfort level of doing something like this? Well, I mean, that that's a great question
2: because a lot of people in the beginning, they just simply want a name of a team. They're going to place whatever amount they had in their the last 50 wagers they made. We break those bad habits and we educate you how to be a successful sports trader. It's more than just giving you the game. The variance placed on each wager, the understanding of actually monitoring the game in real time, because there's been many opportunities where we'll play the game and then the game goes to half and we realize that the other team that we didn't play is just steamrolling and we'll buy it in the second half and we'll try to either middle the game or just buy it back. And you can't do that by just giving somebody a selection at nine o'clock in the morning and forgetting about them till the next day. We will literally guide you and hold your hand through the process and show you that this is trading, it's not gambling.
0: It's Sports Insider Radio. Glad to be with you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. All right, guys, uh, we get to football. Mike, I'll I'll let you start. Uh, The NFL, uh, as we soldier on, we've had big injuries. Uh, You know, Aaron Rodgers is out. It kind of opens the door, and one injury has tentacles to a lot of teams. I think, you know, Minnesota's lot in life has improved dramatically, and we'll see what happens down the road uh, with Bradford's health. And I think the wild card is actually pretty interesting. And, by the way, it's a great story. Teddy Bridgewater... Uh, they're playing in England this week, he won't play this week, but he's practicing again, and you wonder if Teddy Bridgewater ever gets a look down the road, but you look at some of the really good stories in the league, I mean uh, nobody uh, would have envisioned that maybe the Rams, uh, the Bills, teams like that that are uh, sitting there doing some pretty good work, uh, with results driven especially, against the spread and then there are some teams, uh, the home and road dichotomies, when uh, you look at Denver, uh, can be a monster at home, um, you know but they're a, a little lamb on the road. I mean, these are the little things you've got to go between the lines.
2: Well, just with the eyeball test, as we talked about yesterday, if you took every single home dog against a spread this year, you're 22-17. and 17. So just looking at this weekend's board, if you're taking Detroit getting three at home versus the Steelers, if you're taking Washington getting two at home versus the Cowboys, or you're taking the Jets four and a half at home versus the Falcons. I mean, just without even any information, these three games, if you just play consistently and I get it throughout the season they're gonna adjust the line, you have an edge going into the week. But it's not that easy. I mean anybody could state that, but it's really not that easy. But a team like the Bills, as you know, we all know that you've been a Bills fan for many, many years. You know the Brian old- tr- Brian a Bills fan. Right, exactly. Um Oakland traveling across the country, going to Buffalo. Buffalo is 4-1 against the spread this year, and they're 2-0 at home. They're playing great ball. Their defense is just lights out. And is Oakland going to have a letdown factor after that you know, epic showdown last week? Now, yes, they had a lot of time to prepare. They yes. played the last Thursday night. That could be a huge difference, getting the rest that they needed. But, again, I think the Bills just match up better the team is hitting on all cylinders this year is the best product that i've seen out of the bills team in probably the last decade Brian.
0: well in, in, again it's trying to be ahead of something and and i'll say this because everybody in las vegas is all excited uh that the raiders are moving here in time now the raiders already had this raucous fan base uh and now uh it, it's on local tv here all the time they're already covering the team and it's three years away uh but it's to try to be ahead of it uh, you know, you're going to be right on some, wrong on others. I, I thought the Bengals had a shot to have a really big season. But the Raiders were a team, I thought, and talked about all summer long. Uh, I looked for regression to the mean because last year they had a great record, uh, but there were a lot of things that happened. Uh, going for a two-point conversion against the Saints – in that first uh, game of the year. It's like, what's Del Rio doing? And they won, and then they went on it and it it kind of springboarded them that I thought they played over their skis. Now, on top of it, you, you ended up with Carr being injured, but the Raiders are clearly not playing at the level they were last year. That doesn't mean they can't right the ship a little bit here. But there's also historical things where they've not fared well when they've gone to Buffalo. I mean, I was at the, that was the first Super Bowl for the Bills. I'll never forget the 51-3. I mean, I, the Raiders, when they go there, it's not just the Raiders, two guys. And I know, John, we've talked about this forever. It's, it's not a black and white thing. But it is never, never easy for a West Coast team to travel east and play that 1 p.m. game uh, because well, basically it's a breakfast football game for them on their body clock. That doesn't mean that's going to happen all the time. But what offsets that this week, as Mike uh, I think alluded to, which was spot on, the Raiders played a Thursday game, so they have extra the time la- to prepare. Right, and I think the last
1: game that the Raiders that the Ravens won were at the Raiders when they went from east to west. So you know, and that was a perfect trap play where everybody. I was in Vegas at that time, and you know, you had the reverse area where you had the east coast team from baltimore traveling to oakland and, and it didn't matter two years in a row they've done that and they've beat them both times so i, w- I would say that um a lot of that they all I, i'm starting to think that they're pro athletes and it's not as a big as a deal as we make it only because from somebody that is flying from east to west every three weeks and a lot of times i just get off the airplane and I, I wind up in your studio and we're doing a live radio show. I'm not. You, I mean, you see me in there. I have all the energy in the world, and I'm I'm on a different clock. I think that these pros. I don't know. Maybe they're just programmed to. Maybe we maybe we as handicappers are putting too much emphasis I, in that.
0: I well. I, again. I but I think there are, are distinct spots where uh, I I would say like Seattle. I um, mean, yeah, okay, it's west going east. Wait, there, there's a different animal here. Uh, I've made that flight several times. I mean, anybody that's going up into the Great Northwest and then has to fly cross-country to the east—that is—that is not a typical flight. That's almost as bad as going from Hawaii to the East Coast. I mean, that 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 flight up to Seattle takes an extra half hour, forty-five minutes. You're staring at Mount Rainier out the window of your plane for the better part of an hour. Those things take their toll on you. I mean, but it's like you said, you no, know, some teams do react to it better than others, and and knowing who, the situational handicapping is is a real part of the. Equation, yes, power ratings, everything that goes into it, but there are situational opportunities when you say that word value, uh, that just things aren't aren't taken into account. I, I've had this discussion with Kenny you know, for for many many years. I I just for the life of me, uh, as long as I've been covering football, I, mean, I go way all the back to the beginning. Chuck Knox, I mean, he's his old school run stop the run and all the you know the coach speak, but but the reality of it is they all say. Football is three facets: offense, defense, and special teams, and they count on it as a third of the game. Special teams is not factored into a wagering line, in any way, shape, or form, which absolutely boggles the mind to me. If a team is in the top five of special teams on uh, return yardage, on kick coverage, on turnovers, or they're on the bottom five, that, that means that virtually, you know, most games they're losing the field position battle, which we know is almost as important as turnovers.
2: No, absolutely. And, you know, we go back to the teams that actually play the field position game and they make you start your drives within the 10, within the 15, every single time. It gives them a huge edge. But when it comes down to it, turnovers play the biggest role, as we all know. And the team that's going to win the turnover battle that's less turnover prone in a tight game is going to win the game. And, you know, so when I see teams like my personal, you know, the Ravens that just continue to turn the ball over, I have no faith in them. I cannot as much of a homer as I am and have been a fan my entire life, you know, the Ravens just don't have any talent. Flacco is just like his poise and his decision making has completely went downhill. The coordinators are terrible, offensively and defensively. They're a mediocre team at best. They've dealt with the most injuries in the entire league, and they just don't have that talent that they could overcome those injuries. So, you know, I know they're playing on Thursday night tomorrow, and the Dolphins come to town, and normally we play them well, and we don't know where Matt Moore is going to be. You know now that we you know the Ravens have a week to prepare for him usually is that he's great the day of when somebody goes down he's a great backup quarterback when we team have that teams have that yes. extra week to prepare he's not you know he's he's got a lot of flaws, so you know it's one of those games where it's on the number of three and there's a good chance it's going to land on that
0: and, and so it whered well, right, you hear this mike i mean i y and you brought it up uh, and I knew. You know, specifically, I knew about the bills, but I went and I'm looking at other teams. You talked about the the importance of turnovers, and, and this is another discussion uh, with Kenny. And, and and this is great that you have you know varying opinions, and and it doesn't have to be a love fest. You know you can disagree with your best friend, and you know you've got to listen to other opinions. Uh, the minute you think you know everything, you know nothing. But uh, he said you can't predict turnovers, and I always say, well, wait a minute. I mean, to a degree, yes, you can. Um. But buffalo against tampa bay they tried to give the football game away they forced a turnover they got the guy to fumble got the winning kick and won the game buffalo is number one in the nfl with 13 takeaways hence this is a team that people are going what's going on with buffalo they're sitting there for two we'll go down the line number two is jacksonville how long has jacksonville been horrible Jacksonville's got a winning record Kansas City is number three the one that's kind of treading water is Detroit but New Orleans is on a roll they've got ten takeaways though those things matter in terms of a handicap yes you can't predict exact turnovers but if it's trending out that they're winning the turnover battle more often than not it is something you should take into account
2: right and you know like you said Detroit Detroit's had a lot of this year, especially with the Atlanta game early on when it was that last second play where it got overturned and then the runoff and they didn't have a chance to have another play. Where to the eyeball test, it looks like they're five hundred and they're a mediocre team when they do have potential. They are a decent team. They have the talent. Stafford is playing lights out just regardless. And as long as he's got a lot of injuries as well, you know, getting three points at home the Steelers played great last week but on the road. Yes. They're
0: average. Right, John. I and... mean, his Mike's Mike's point is is so spot on. And and I will say this. Um that was one of the uh plays last week uh was the the Steelers game over the total they played this uh really hard-fought defensive brand of football and they were able to beat kansas city on the road in a low scoring game what we've watched now for the better part of the year uh that pittsburgh's offense home and away is this completely different animal so you get them at home and their offense functions and i mean that was one of the quirkiest games where you're, you're sitting there going uh, you had to sweat it out. The total was forty and a half. I mean, to me, I thought it was the best play in the NFL. Card was over the total of forty and a half. They scored thirty-four points. Thirty-four points in the first half. The total was forty and a half. In the second half, you needed a fake punt. With about five minutes to go for that game to go over the total, they only scored nine points in the second half because Pittsburgh had the lead. But knowing that home and away, there are opportunities where they're only going to massage a number so much because the oddsmakers don't want to overreact. But if you know these teams' tendencies, it at least gives you a real good starting point and can find opportunities for you.
1: Right, but you know you always say throughout the last game. So here's a perfect example. Um, the name of the show is Sports Insider Radio. So the question is, what's the difference between an insider and an outsider? And I would say the difference between an insider and an outsider is the insider is wagering on sports with the purpose of treating it like a financial instrument with no emotion. So it doesn't matter if you're a Buffalo Bill fan, it doesn't matter if. He's a Raven fan. It does. It, you know, what matters is you're like me, no fan. I'm a fan of just making money. So we, back to your eye test. If I, watched, I, very, I watched very few games. I'm more a computer-based wager. I watched the Saints game. They were not, I think, Mike, they were not covering that game about, what, 95% of the game they were not covering the Saints? Right. right. And, then, and then they came back. This is the biggest trap. I'm telling you right now, I don't give out free winners on any radio show. Lately I'm feeling, yeah, you do, I'm feeling you like did Santa, yesterday. I'm feeling like Santa Claus. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling like Santa Claus. The Bears is just probably one of the easiest bets this week because it's gonna be it's just back to the word value, but I take it to another level. If you think of it like a stock market, New Orleans is worth maybe six and a half, seven at the most. So the whole concept is that versus what the number is versus what the number should be. You're paying a two-point premium because they won on the road, they're back home now, and everybody's hyped on seeing the final score of the last game, not realizing they played horrible. They are not worth laying nine. Now, of course, anything can happen, and they could win by 30 next week when we're doing this radio show. But if you're going to keep emotion out of it, we also know another statistic, which is double-digit or almost double-digit dogs or dogs over a touchdown. As, a, as, a, as overall, you're going to do much better taking the dog than you are laying the favorite. This is not college football where you're getting 30-point blowouts um, in the NFL so, to be laying 12.5 or 13 with Philadelphia, to be, you know, remember we talked one week, almost every game was won. Well, this week it's the reverse. Bengals are, are, are 11. The
0: Bengals. Bengals? <laughs> the Bengals are 11. Like, it's like, why can't people say Jaguars? Everybody says Jaguars. Right, exactly. Why do they exactly. say Jaguar? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean,
1: <laughs> the Philadelphia's 12.5. Nolan's is ninth, probably going to go to ten on on fake of last week, and Minnesota again. I don't care who they're playing; they're on the road in London, in London, in London, and they're laying nine and a half. Come now, on now,
0: guys. Now listen, I I I'm not going to say uh, in that particular game uh, uh, that you were talking about the New Orleans Chicago game uh, is one that I'd say I'm going to jump in on, but I would say if if I had a defined opinion on that game. I would say there's an absolute correlated uh, side and total. I mean, if you like Chicago in that game, if you truly like Chicago in that game, the odds are extremely high. That is a game that will go under the total. If you, if you, if look you, if you like New numbers, Orleans, you you think the game will go over. Because so Chicago here, is something. hiding Trubisky. They are trying to protect this young quarterback right. and create turnovers, and they are keeping it simple stupid. Now, that doesn't mean I'm I'm playing it, but the, uh, it's just one of these other things. When you're saying treat it as a business or when you're looking at it, that you can look at it and say, well, well I know because I'm learn. a totals guy. But if I'm looking at it, Absolutely. I'm saying if Chicago's winning that game uh, or covering that number, it's a low-scoring game. That that would well, be my your, approach. And
1: to your point, the public is obsessed with sides. So all the early money in NFL usually is moved on the, the totals, not the sides. So the game you're talking about opened at 50 and this went down to 47 and now shot back up to 47.5. Well, there's so belief in Chicago
0: could, there. There's,
1: but, see, the line hasn't moved on Chicago. So the thing is is that the pros are moving the total, and the, the the public is still laying the number with New Orleans, or the sportsbooks don't want to move the number, because if they move the number, they're going to have too much money well, coming in on Chicago. Then is this so, fair?
0: Is this fair because you treat it as a business, and you're sitting there and you talk about you're trading this. If that total has come down, yet the side has sat there, uh, you have it, value stand, with the it bears. stands to reason to me uh, That the professional money is is saying to you they believe Chicago's the side in the game the money just hasn't surfaced yet so later in the week the Chicago or the professional
1: money is betting New Orleans to pump it
0: up exactly and they're going to come back so 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 basically again this when you get to the when aspect of when to bet a game uh, it stands to reason based on that total that it's not black and white, and it's not a sure-shot thing, but the odds are, if that professional money has taken the under in this game, watch the side later in the week, watch right. that number and come down to eight and a half, eight. 8, uh, I don't know if it gets as low as 7.5, but watch and, it come and
1: regarding, down.
0: Regarding being an insider, look, the guys I deal with, they bet 90%
1: totals, and they're not really too much in on the marquee matchup. So if you look at the last marquee matchup, the NFL, you had Philadelphia beat the Skins. Another huge line move early in the week. Dallas open Skins opened up at Pickem at home, Pickem in 50 and a half. And now the line is Dallas minus 2 on the road, another trap spot because everybody's going to say look how bad the Redskins played. And again, I'm not giving out selections. I'm just giving you game theory that if you love value, you you love the skins plus two when you could have had them at a pick earlier in the week, and that's probably going to be three because Dallas is America's team. Well, that just, just played horrible on Monday night,
0: right? So you would well, sit there the and wait, right? That, but you would sit there and wait. You would sit there and wait. If you said I like Washington, oh yeah, yeah, you're going to sit exactly. there and wait when that because so it will pop up for a while and maybe well, go away, but you will sit there and wait to take the three. Absolutely, and here's the
1: thing: is that when you say you don't like value because you don't like to throw away a ticket, my, my, I will cash more tickets knowing I'm going to throw away a lot of tickets taking the value side because a lot of the times the value side is the contrarian side against the general public you too many people have access to now what's called public money versus smart money they go to these websites they go to these app stores and they think that they're getting a true readout when they say it says like the top five most bet games today blah 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 and this is free information nobody has to purchase and so what happens is a lot of our clients that are paying us for our information and analysis, they've already tried that free route. They've already tried to go to these free sites and get the who. We're going to just fade the public. But the reality is, nobody knows because a lot of these websites are filtering dollar amounts on games, but they're not showing the size, the ticket size of the wager. So it doesn't matter if you're eleven million, if you're a million dollars heavy on one side of a game. If it's the Oakland Raider game in Vegas, which every sports director will tell you they can't get even, they can't get what you're talking about, two-sided action, it's going to always be heavy to Oakland because that's their team and they're playing with their heart, not their head. And so the thing is you have to take certain games and understand certain geographic locations, but also know that if you're a million dollars heavy on a game, that could just be a syndicate who bet a million dollars, or that could be... 10 guys that bet 100000 or divide it down to even larger amounts of money. And the thing is, that's why you don't see easy money Super Bowls where people just... Because if it was that easy on a game like the Super Bowl where everybody's betting huge money, you would think it would be easy to say who's the public on who's the professional money on and then fade it. But you're just seeing dollar amounts. You're not actually seeing who's betting and
0: why. All right, it is Sports Insider Radio. Go to sportsinsiderradio.com, 1-800-209-1679, and you can talk to John uh, or Mike at johnsyndicate.com, and they will get you covered in a big way. We're going to take a very brief time out, and when we come back, we're going to dive into college football on Sports Insider Radio.
1: Don't stall. Make the call 1 800 209
0: 1679. 1 800 209 1679. Easy money. You that cash and into your stash of easy All right, back with you here, Sports Insider Radio. Go to sportsinsiderradio.com 1 800 209 1679. 800 209 1679. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, and we've got our friends John and Mike joining us on the East Coast this week. Uh, John will be back in Vegas shortly, uh, but we wanted to get to college football fellas in uh, touch briefly on on some of the, the big menu and the importance of games as they move on. Uh, I will say this to you, uh, everybody's clamoring to watch Penn State and Ohio State. Ohio State's a six and a half point favorite total on the game is fifty-six and a half. Penn State looked great against Michigan um you know it was a combination of Penn State played great looked like Michigan laid an egg Penn State's got a gauntlet going with Michigan State in the on-deck circle from Ohio State they win these three games they're uh deserving to be right there with Alabama uh that being said guys uh this number sitting at six and a half uh there may be some sevens that pop up great game everybody wants to watch it there's a bevy of games on the board. There's a lot better games to sit out there. Uh, and, and that's the hardest part, I'm sure, sometimes when people call well, who do you like in the Penn State-Ohio State game? And you go, nobody.
2: <laughs> well, and, and, you know, just to touch on that, because I know our listeners are really excited about this game. It's the one game on the board that every single person in the country is going to watch. And I just don't have faith in Ohio State laying seven at home. They're one and three against a spread at home. And Penn State is literally – playing the best ball of the season. I mean, their running back, the Heisman Trophy candidate, Barkley, is literally one of the best all-around running backs I've seen since probably in college since Reggie Bush. The guy is a punt returner, kick returner, good receiver out of the backfield. He can block. I mean, he's going to be a stud when he goes to the NFL, but to stop him, and again, Ohio State needed a couple weeks to get settled. I know they got shook up early in the season by Oklahoma, but Oklahoma isn't all that either. So, I don't think. Oh, I, this game. I mean, I think the total should have been. I mean, sorry, the side should have been at three, but they're given obviously the home field advantage and extra three points. Like Kenny always says, the home field advantage in that type of stadium gets you. You know, with one hundred seven, you know, 100, people will get you an extra three points. But again, a team like Penn State who's just rolling this year and they haven't lost to anybody. How could you not take a touchdown?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a great game. But I know the, the other thing I would say, John, I, we watch uh, Mountain West games, MAC games. I mean, I, I, I go, I play that MAC conference uh, religiously. I mean, it's a conference where I think uh, the, the odds makers are so sharp that with so many games on the board. And then when you get to... When college basketball kicks in and you get a Saturday with college football, college basketball, you got all these things going on. There's so many games on the board to try to find the chinks in the armor. I do believe you'll find soft numbers in hockey all over the place Um, just because there's not a a serious amount of money that's wagered on it to the point where uh, they pay attention to if a backup goalie's playing or or it it, it takes them a little longer to make the reaction and the adjustments they need uh, in that sport specifically. But I also think... That the Sun Belts and the Max of the world, and the Mountain West. I mean, I know you you keep close tabs on what's going on here in Vegas and in the Mountain West. Sometimes these smaller conferences, uh, you can actually find uh, you know a little crack in the armor there.
1: Yeah, I mean we look at literally everything, every sport and try to actually stay away unless we're playing the second half of these huge top twenty five matchups in college. Because back to that word value, the val the a lot of look, even in the NBA, any professional sports, you're gonna have a harder time beating the point spread. Yesterday we had the Brooklyn Nets. Plus four and a half. They lost the game by four. I mean, we squawked. We we had a squeaker. And the line makers put much more emphasis in making these these numbers on the pro teams and on they consider the top twenty five in college sports like pro teams because of the dollar volume and the way that they're laid out with the TV schedule. So these little obscure matchups that are often overlooked by the general public, like we were talking about earlier, the BYUs, the Boise State, Utah State, the UNLV, Fresno State. Again, you look at, um, you know, you will get interest on Hawaii, but that's more of a fundamental how can i say it they need something to play
0: after the it's long it's the last end of the game day. it's the it's, it's the, the proverbial game. it's the get out game and in fact a, you, know, well, you it, said it, it, exactly and you and you, because, you because because like if you if you're winning game. see that's the thing when you're saying with the players uh if you're winning hey i'm out you know and and you keep going why give it back if you were winning uh, and if you're chasing because you had a bad day i mean you can compound the problem but that hawaii game it's it's uh, you know great you bring that up uh, hear San Diego State coming off a really bad effort. Uh, at this stage of the season, for a football team to go over to Hawaii, uh, we've seen teams, uh, you talked about traps. I mean, there, there's a trap door over there all the time. That game opened 10, it's down to 9.5. Uh, but you get San Diego State mad the way they played, and this is a really good football team. But it is a game, you're right. It's like the Sunday night game in the NFL. It's like the Monday night game in the NFL um, there are people that start with the Thursday night game in the NFL they're standalone games they will start teasers and parlays that bleed all the way out to the Monday night game with the Thursday night game they just they, they, they're Listen, just they're gonna they have people, tentacles you since you
1: you said it. If you're listening and you're trying to actually make money, a return on investment long-term as opposed to short-term, like I said, don't worry about the micro, worry about the macro. There's certain things that you just can't make money with unless you're doing a very small percentage risk, like I, the parlay I gave it on the air yesterday, which happened to cash. But the reality is, is parlays, they are no-no, maybe 5% of your straight wager. And teasers are really a no-no because, as someone had pointed out to me one time, um... Like the root word of fanatic is fan. The root word wow. of teaser is tease. They're not giving you anything. They're not giving you extra points.
0: Hey, Mike. If the team loses by thirty. It didn't matter. <laughs> Mike, help me, will you, pal? Listen, I, I, am trying to figure out the difference between vertical and horizontal. Uh, and he's he's throwing out macro and micro. And what was the what did you just do? Wow. Teaser and tease and fanatic and fan. Oh, root. No root words. <laughs> root words, exactly. Like, root words. Listen, root word. well, English, I, hey, listen. You're hey, very professorial. A laser on games. You learn English here. Wow. I mean, very professorial today. I, I mean, does he? Does he have a a thinking cap or a dunce cap on back there, Mike?
2: Well, he's got neither. But all this vertical talk. <laughs> uh, I, I sent John a video this morning from CrossFit where I was doing vertical box jumps at forty inches. Brian, I've lost twenty pounds. I know. This is the next step for you. This is the next step. We're going to get you into CrossFit. You're not going to go technology crazy, but we're going to get you into CrossFit.
0: No, no. I I have a very specific workout regimen. Daily, (laughs) I walk very fast by treadmills. (laughs) Listen. Every time I'm in Vegas,
1: I have on the marquee matchup, because of the way I fly in, I'll fly in like mid-afternoon after the and You're, you're a bike rider. You're
0: a cross-country uh, bike a rider. But here's what happens. All
1: the guys that oh, excuse me, a are cyclist. supposed to meet me for dinner, they don't <laughs> want to meet me for dinner. They call me around 4.30 like they're interested in making dinner plans. This would be the 8.30 Sunday night game. This is 7.30 in New York. So all the guys are in Vegas, and they go, hey, where do you want to go to dinner tonight, John? And by the way, who do you like in a 5.30 game? So it's get out to an extreme, and these guys know better. These are guys I manage, I deal with, I tell them exactly what to play, how much to play, whether to middle the game, whether to play the game straight. So understand that these marquee matchups that they want to hype up as the the end-all, be-all, they're the games that I personally do a lot of halftime trading in. I don't Really worry about the beginning of the game. A perfect example was on Monday Night Football of last week. I played the over um, at halftime twenty four and a half. Some spots shot it up three points to twenty seven and a half. And obviously they scored thirty one in the second half. I didn't take Philadelphia because I saw there was more value on the number. The number was too low, which is why it moved real quick. But if you can sit there in front of the computer and wait and with certain platforms that you and i you know use we can get the countdown ticker we know exactly how much time is and this is why i think in 2017 it's too hard for the average guy or gal to just bet their favorite teams and win money, or not bet games and avoid winning four games in the NBA yesterday because they don't like the NBA. It's too early in the NBA season. Instead of understanding yeah, if there's a market ex- exactly. on a game, you can make money.
0: And, well, and that's exactly in the closing moments what I was going to bring up to you. That uh, you know there are people that come out of the gate and they have a very strong opinion with their power ratings out of the gate and they think they've got an edge. Uh, I am very much a contrarian on that uh, side of things. The NBA season's off and running. I'm getting Getting get a little feel for what I'm seeing here, in, in combination well, and, to what your preseason had been is, in hockey. Hockey is, is three weeks in, and Colorado was brutal last year. Colorado had 20 wins last year, and you're sitting there going, "That was just a hound's breakfast," and they had all kinds of interior problems. They've got to trade this to shame. What guy. is a hound's breakfast? It's a you mess. You business. ever see a hound? What? You ever see a hound eat breakfast? Oh, it's all over that. the kitchen Let- floor. But, All right, listen, it's a mess. You
1: know, when you talk about but Colorado's is better last, now. Colorado's listen, five and four
0: about, now. I agree. They're
1: laying three right now against California. Also, when you talk about throwing out last week's stats, that also goes for professional gamblers who don't let their ego run away from them. I get a sheet every week from Kenny White. If you guys are listening and you call, it's his outlaw number. He makes a number. You know what Kenny was last week, Gavin? I had, probably haven't talk, had, hadn't had time to talk to him. Kenny in college football, what the line was that he made versus what the line, his line versus what the line was. If you played all the differentials of two points or more, you were 18-4. and four. So I texted him. I said, man, you were unbelievable last week with your work. He didn't obviously wager on all those games. And he said, listen, great week. Got to forget about it. Throw it out. Redo the work for this week. So... You know he's not in studio, but he's doing the work, and he's not sitting there high and mighty. I went eighteen and four. I went eighteen and four. And too many people obsess over, like I say, the micro, the short term, because as easy as you went eighteen and four, you can easily, if you don't continue to do the work, you
0: go four, you can an go 18. four and
1: eighteen next year. Yeah, no, yeah. So, no,
0: and it, and it's know. a results thing. It's turn the page. Uh, but but it, but there are days. And listen, and it is a thoroughly different discussion. It's it's for another day. You know, I play horses. There are days just a uh, little bit. <laughs> yeah, but there are days where I'm literally it jumps off the page. Uh and but then you'll go there'll be a day where like oh, I like this horse a lot. You ran dead last. If you're listening to
1: this radio show and you need horse
0: winners, I'm going to tell you, Brian is your man. I've never been disappointed.
1: Every time I go to Vegas, you might say they jump out at you that time. You get lucky. I've made quite a bit standing next to you. And like you said, I live in Baltimore, Maryland, where they run the second leg of the Triple
0: Crown. You run alongside them. I've seen you run alongside the horses. You did a video
2: uh,
0: on the apron. (laughs) Exactly. And it goes to your point, which is, there is
1: no difference. You could watch a game for three hours. How long is the average horse race, Brian?
0: Uh, well, a sprint, about a uh, minute and 11 seconds. Six furlongs. So imagine a baseball game or a football game or a hockey game in a minute and 11
1: seconds. Even if you're laying a 110 chalk favorite, like you say, you make the similarity, it's the same thing. You just don't have to wait as long.
0: Uh, amen. Hey, tell them, give them the number, fellas, because we're in the home stretch here.
1: Yeah, well, you can call, like I said, you can go, first of all, listen to this show archived if you're picking it up late at SportsInsiderRadio.com. We have all the shows archived, even the ones we do on Tuesday with you at SportsBookRadio.com. And... Call Mike at the office if you're looking to treat your betting as a business and you're tired of, of of simply just shaking your head saying, why me, because you're listening to what I call prognosticators that are on the main network. You like that big name, prognosticators? one eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. 209 1679 The number's on the upper right-hand corner at sportsinsiderradio.com. Call now. Get that free weekend. Get that Consensus Club plays from us
0: absolutely free. And, Mike, would do me a favor. Um... Do a homework assignment for me, please. Email me the difference between macro and micro. I've got to. I've got to keep pace with this guy. Yeah, the only macros I know are the ones that I put in my body every day. <laughs> uh, a mac, macaroni and cheese. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Guys, always fun. We'll do it again next week. Uh, have a good one. Have a great weekend of you football. All right, good stuff. We invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. The number to call is one eight hundred two zero nine. One six seven nine SportsInsiderRadio.com. dot com. Have a great weekend, folks. The home of the Radio Shopping Show. AM 1400, KSHP, North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. This is the home of the Radio Shopping
2: Show.